it's better to actually pay them money rather than give them a discount on their rent. So just rather than say, hey, if you refer someone and they sign a lease, 30 days after the execution of that lease, your next month's rent will be 300 bucks off. Well, they're just paying less money, whereas if you actually give them money, it's a better tactic. Real quick, before the episode, I want to give you a gift of 25% off, and that gift actually is from TransUnion Smart Move. Go to tenantscreening.com, create a free account, enter the code FAIRLESS at checkout for 25% off your next screening. Because as landlords, we tend to be most concerned with getting paid on time. You might also know that hundreds of thousands of landlords have to deal with the headaches of evicting tenants each year. Evicting a tenant can be painful, costing as much as $10,000 in court costs and legal fees, and take as long as four weeks to complete. What if there's a trusted way to help prevent the headaches of dealing with evicting a tenant? Make the smart move right from the start. Smart Move's online tenant screening solution can help you quickly understand if you're getting a reliable tenant, which will help you avoid potential problems such as non-payment and evictions. For a limited time, listeners of this podcast are invited to try Smart Move tenant screening for 25% off. Here's how Smart Move can help you find your next great tenant. Make a more informed decision with Smart Move's proprietary credit score built specifically for tenant screening, which predicts evictions 15% better than a typical credit score. Reduce non-payment risk with Smart Move's Income Insights Report, which enables you to analyze the applicant's income within minutes and determine if additional income verification is needed. Get critical information quickly with a full credit report, criminal background, and eviction history report. With over 5 million screenings completed, SmartMove can help you make a better leasing decision for your rental property. If you own a rental property, SmartMove can help you identify the right renter from the start so you can avoid the problems of non-payment or evictions. Don't put yourself at risk. Go to tenantscreening.com, create a free account, enter the code FAIRLESS at checkout for 25% off your next screening. With TransUnion Smart Move, you'll get great reports, great convenience, great tenants. There needed to be a resource on apartment syndication that not only talked about each aspect of the syndication process, but how to actually do each of the things and go into it in detail. And we thought, hey, why not make it free too? That's why we launched Syndication School, and Theo Hicks will go through a particular aspect of apartment syndication on today's episode and get into the details of how to do that particular thing. Enjoy this episode, and for more on apartment syndication and how to do things, go to apartmentsyndication.com or to learn more about the Apartment Syndication School Go to syndicationschool.com so you can listen to all the previous episodes. Hi, best of your listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Syndication School series, a free resource focused on the how-tos of apartment syndication. As always, I am your host, Theo Hicks. Each week, we air two podcast episodes. We also release these as videos on YouTube as well. And these two episodes, every Wednesday and Thursday, are a part of a larger podcast series that focus on a specific aspect of the apartment syndication investment strategy. And for all of these series, we offer some sort of a document, a template, a PowerPoint presentation, an Excel, some sort of resource for you to download for free that accompanies the series. All of these free documents, as well as the past Syndication School series, can be found at syndicationschool.com. Right now, 
We are on series number 20, which is entitled How to Asset Manage a Newly Acquired Apartment Syndication Deal. So if you haven't done so already, I recommend checking out those first 19 series because everything we've talked about so far is leading us up to this point. Now this is going to be part 7, so you should also, if you haven't done so already, listen to parts 1 through 6 of this series. So as I mentioned again, this is part 7. As a refresher, in parts 1 through 3, we talked about the top 10 asset management duties. So these are the things that you need to do once you've closed on a new deal. And then we started to get into more specifics on those 10 duties. So in part four, we talked about how to maintain economic occupancy. So we went over 19 different ways that you can market a vacant unit in order to bring in a high quality resident. And then in part five and six, we moved on to the asset management duty, which focuses on how to actually manage your property management company. Because for the majority of those 10 asset management duties, you as the asset manager are working in tandem with your property management company. So in part five, we talked about how to approach actually managing the company that is in charge of your property. And then in part six, we talked about, well, okay, my property management company that I found for whatever reason isn't working out. And we went over what some of those reasons could be. And if you have determined that you want to part ways with that management company, we discussed how to approach doing that in order to make sure that the transition to the new company is as smooth as possible. Now, in this episode, part seven, we are going to go into even more detail on how to maintain economic occupancy. So, in part four, we went over 19 different ways that we've seen other syndicators do and what, what Joe and his company to do. But we, I wanted to go into a little bit more detail on those strategies just because during that part four, I just listed all of them out. Was I able to go into more detail and not explain specifically what you should do and then talk about the ones that Joe and his company actually do? So we're going to go over seven different ways to attract high quality residents. Now first, let me define what a high quality resident is to you. So someone who is a high quality resident is a resident that will pay on time. So they obviously are paying, but they are paying on time. They are someone who treats your building as a whole, as well as the specific unit that they live in, as if it were their own home, and they are courteous to the neighbor. So those are the three qualities of someone who is a high-quality resident. Now, obviously, a low-quality resident would be someone that's the exact opposite of that. So that's someone who either doesn't pay their rent at all or just doesn't pay it on time. They're constantly late. They do not treat the units or the building as community, the amenities, whatever is at the property as they would their own home. And they're not very nice to their neighbors. So obviously you want to have high quality residents and not low quality residents because having high quality residents 
will not only make your life easier, but it will make your passive investors more money in the long run. Because sure, you could fill your apartment up with 100% occupancy at all low quality residents. So let's say you're at 75% occupancy when you take over and you want to quickly get to 100%. So you just essentially lease your unit to anyone who walks through the door. And sure, your occupancy rate will increase in the short term, but there's also going to be the other negative financial impacts on the property for bringing in these low quality residents. One is you're most likely going to have higher turnover costs due to either more people leaving, either at the end of their lease or just skipping or leaving in the middle of the night. Or in addition to, once they do leave, since they're not treating the home as if it's their own, then you're likely going to have higher costs. And usually if the turn costs more, it's going to take longer to do. So that's not only a financial impact, but also a, a occupancy impact as well. Also likely going to have more evictions, likely going to have a higher bad debt. So that's uncollected monies, uncollected funds after someone moves out. So if they owe you a bunch of money and move out, well, it's going to be considered bad debt because you're most likely not going to be getting that money back. And then, of course, a higher amount of delinquent rent, which also leads to a higher amount of bad debt. So the whole point of saying all that is you and your property management company are going to want to proactively implement different marketing strategies and policies at your apartment in order to make sure you are attracting these high-quality residents and that you are filtering out the low-quality residents. So, what are the seven things that Joe does at his property in order to not only make sure that he is maintaining economic occupancy, but to make sure that he's actually attracting high-quality residents? Now, some of these are going to be repeats of what we discussed in Part 4. However, we're going to go into a lot more detail on these in this episode. So let's jump right in to those seven different ways to attract high quality residents to your apartment community. Number one is going to be advertising. So some interesting facts about how people actually find places to live. Online tools, as determined by Zillow's Consumer Housing Report, online tools were the number one way that renters were searching for their home. So when a group of renters were asked, what were you doing when you were searching for your home? 83%, so 8 out of 10 people, said that they were using online tools like Zillow, Craigslist, things like that in order to find their actual rental listings. And then the second one was referrals which was for all from a friend, relative, or neighbor, and that was 57%. Obviously, 83 plus 57 isn't 100. That's because people are using more than one way to search for homes, right? People aren't just looking online or aren't just looking at referrals. So since the vast majority of people are searching for their rental homes online, you're going to want to have a strong online presence for your apartment community. Obviously, this starts by having a website for your company 
and a website for each of your individual properties, depending on the size of deals that you're doing, right? So for Joe, they have their main company website, and then for each individual property, they have a website. So Mira Vista Ranch will have its own website, and Roxanne Properties will have its own website. And we talked about how to create these websites in an earlier syndication school series about building your brand. So that's kind of the foundation. But you also want to have the online presence for actual rental listings. So once you have a for rent unit, then you're going to want to make sure you are advertising those online. So obviously you want to have people capable of finding units on the property website and applying for units on the property website, but how do they find the property website or are there other ways from the find the unit that's not through the property website? Well, of course there are. So you want to make sure that once you have a for rent unit, you want to list the units on all of the online real estate and apartment listing services. The most effective ones are apartments.com, Craigslist, realtor.com, Trulia, and apartmentfinder.com. Something else you can also do is market your listings on social media. So on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. So this could be something like you've got your company website, you've got a website for each property, but you also have a Facebook group for each property that you can work on getting all of the current residents to join, to like, have their friends like it, and then any new resident obviously like it as well. And then you can post your rental listings on there so that people who follow it know that you have a listing available. But you could also do a paid advertisement. So you can target someone, your target demographic on Facebook. So you've got a unit that's available. You're targeting a certain age group that makes a certain amount of money, that lives in a certain area, that maybe has a certain job or interest. And you can actually target those people specifically on Facebook with your ad. Now, in order to make sure that these online listings are optimized, Make sure that it includes a clear and accurate description of the unit and the community. So highlight any of the major selling points of the unit and the property. And then make sure you are investing money into taking professional pictures. So don't have you or your management company go in there with an iPhone and take pictures. Make sure you're paying someone. It could be as little as a few hundred dollars if you find someone who's majoring in photography at the local university to come by and take pictures for you and sends you 200 pictures and you pick the best five or 10 pictures. So that's number one, internet advertising. Number two, the second way to attract high quality residents to your apartment is to hire a locator. So a locator is going to be a company, apartment rental agency, more specifically, and Literally all they do is help implement the best marketing tactics in order to attract people who are looking to rent a unit and then they will place that person into a unit based off of what is ideal for them. So for me, if I wanted to rent somewhere and I was moving back to Cincinnati and I wanted to rent a unit, I could find it myself or I could go to a locator and say, hey, I'm moving in three months. Here's what I need. Can you please find me a few units? So... Obviously, because of that, locators can be great resources for landlords or apartment syndicators, asset managers. So in order to find a locator, it's pretty easy. Just like you find anything these days, you just Google it. So whatever market you're in, let's say you live in Tampa, just Google Tampa apartment locators or apartment locators in Tampa. 
and then you'll get your search results and then reach out to a few of them and see if they are a good fit. So determine what types of residents they find, what their average rent they're looking for is, maybe what the timeline is, things like that. Just kind of questions you'd ask to qualify a potential resident. You're just asking it through a third party. And then you can either offer them compensation or generally they're going to have their own compensation structure. So usually it'll be something along the lines of the first month's rent for a converted lead or maybe 50% of the first month's rent. So somewhere in between there for finding you a resident. Make sure that when you hire or if you decide to hire a locator, you want to try to set up either weekly phone calls more likely weekly emails just to provide them updates on the units you have available. So maybe just each week say, hey, I've got this many one bed, one bath, 600 square foot units available. And I've got this many two bed, one bath, 800 square foot units available. Here are the rents. Let me know if you have anyone who's interested. So just a quick email each week to make sure that they are up to date on the, your unit availability. That's number two. The third thing that you can do in order to attract high quality residents is to target local employers and businesses. So based off of whatever your target renter demographic is, which you should either know from doing your market research or you can determine that by reviewing the applications of people who have applied to live in the apartment. And determine where they're working. Where do they work? I guess if they're university students, where do they go to school, right? Where are they spending the majority of their time? And then you can make a list of either specific employers. Again, this kind of depends on the market. Because if you live in a really large market, then it'll be specific employers. But if you live in a smaller market, it might just be like a retail center or a mall. Again, kind of depending where you live, but create a list of all the places where your residents work or go to school or are spending most of their time. And then you are going to want to target those with marketing pieces. So once you've got your list, and it can also include things like tax preparation offices, bus stops, and train stations. Like anywhere there's high traffic and people are spending a lot of time that are your renter demographic, you can print out and drop off flyers, you can drop off business cards, you can drop off price sheets, floor plans, site maps, kind of whatever marketing material you have about of your property at these locations. But of course, make sure you're asking for permission first. So don't walk into the front office of a major employer. Don't walk into Facebook and just walk up to the front desk and drop off a bunch of flyers and walk away. Ask them permission first. Something else you could do, kind of a level above that, is to actually send a small gift basket with, again, depending on the target demographic, like gift cards, could be wine, toolkits, things like that, to your actual current residents who are employed at the businesses on your target list. And you can thank them for living at your property and then ask them to refer people that they work with. So a little bit a more indirect way of getting people from your target business list or in addition to just going there and dropping off flyers, you can target a specific resident who works at or goes to this location 
and then ask them to be your boots on the ground marketing person, in a sense. I don't say it like that, but that's what they are going to do, hopefully. So that's number three. Number four is pretty simple, but also powerful, and that is to have a referral program. So every single person who owns units should have a referral program because it's really no effort on your part besides initially and ongoing basis communicating the details of the referral program to your resident. So as I mentioned earlier, the number one way that people are finding homes to rent are through the online tools. But number two, half of the people are searching in a sense or are finding their rentals through referrals. So they're asking people, hey, what's a good place to live? So of course, you want to have a referral program so you can capture that half or almost 60% of the rental pool. So create a referral program. Have either a flyer that goes out to your residents every few months. Let all new residents know about the referral program. Send an email about the referral program. I remember one of the apartments I lived in, they always had some theme to it. So, you know, Thanksgiving, they would say, <laughs> I just don't know what they said, but Thanksgiving was something different, Christmas, Halloween. So each month, they kind of had a theme for the referral program. So kind of be creative about it. But essentially what it is, is if a resident refers someone who ends up signing a lease, then you will pay them 300 bucks. So it's better to actually pay them money rather than give them a discount on their rent. So just rather than say, hey, if you refer someone and they sign a lease, 30 days after the execution of that lease, your next month's rent will be 300 bucks off. Well, they're just paying less money, whereas if you actually give them money, it's a better tactic. That's why you hear all the car commercials say, buy your car today and you'll get $1,000 cash back, rather than saying, buy your car today and you'll get $1,000 off. As I mentioned, in order to advertise this referral program, make sure that you deliver notes to your resident doors, send out emails, and you can also notify anyone who signs a lease, hey, by the way, here's our referral program. So that's number four. Number five is to financially incentivize your leasing staff. So if you have an apartment that's 50, 100 plus units, then you're either you, if you're managing it yourself, which is probably not the case. So your property management company, on-site manager likely has their own leasing staff or has hired out people who exclusively focus on leasing out your units and doing leasing-related activities like marketing, going through the paperwork, showing the units, etc. So one thing you can do is you can financially incentivize them to actually lease your units. Obviously, they're getting paid a salary. Maybe they're not. Maybe their compensation is based off of their conversion rate or how many people they lease the unit with. But on top of that, you can give them a little bit more of a financial incentive. So for example, you can offer them a small bonus every time someone moves in. So something like 50 bucks. And again, they might already be getting this from your management company without you having to say it. But something else you can do too. And so rather than every time someone moves in, instead you can set a monthly or a quarterly goal of number of move-ins. So you want to see 15 move-ins this month or 10 move-ins this month. Or we want to increase our occupancy by 5% by the end of the month. Whatever the metric is, set a goal. And then if they hit that goal, they get something along the lines of a $100 gift card 
or they get $250 bonus cash if they hit that target. Again, just to incentivize them to lease your units at a faster rate. So the last two, number six, is going to be online reviews. So the online rating of your apartment community will probably be the first thing a prospective resident is going to see during their apartment search. So remember, 80 plus percent, 87% I think is what I said, of people are searching for apartments online. So if they are searching for apartments in Tampa and they see your apartment come up and it's got a one-star review, well, they're probably just going to look over it and move on to the next apartment. Whereas if they see a five-star review and they've got 100 reviews, well, me personally, and I'm pretty sure the majority of people would investigate that property further. So the more five-star, four-star reviews you have for your property, the better. Getting organic reviews are obviously amazing. If you've got 100 organic reviews, which means you've done nothing to directly gather reviews, that's fantastic. But regardless, you're going to want to implement strategies in order to capture these reviews. So here are two things you can do in order to proactively and attempt to directly gather reviews from your residents. Number one is to ask a resident who has recently filed a maintenance request and had that maintenance request fulfilled very fast and adequately, ask them to leave a review about the service they received. Obviously, (laughs) you're going to have to reply to their message quickly and fix the issue quickly in order for them to leave you a good review, right? You don't want to not reply for a week and then not fix a problem for a month and ask them to leave a review because you're probably not going to get a five-star review. Also, you want to make sure that it's a minor maintenance issue. So you don't want them writing a review about the roof collapsing in on them, even if you fix the roof really quickly, because that's going to turn some people off if they think, oh, well, the, the, the roof could collapse on me at any moment. And then another strategy is to set up a laptop station in the clubhouse in a central location and transitioning kind of now into the last one, which is resident appreciation parties. So if you host monthly resident appreciation parties at the clubhouse or wherever on site. Make sure you have a laptop there and direct people to leave reviews. So have the site open so they can quickly just leave a review on the property on the laptop before they leave. So those are two ways to directly gather online reviews. We already talked about the reason why you want to do that. Now, number seven, as I've kind of already mentioned, is to host resident appreciation parties. So this not only helps you retain residents who are already there, but it'll also help you get more residents because you can either have people and maybe say, hey, invite one person you think would be interested in living here to this party, or just in general, someone's going to be more likely to refer the property to someone else if there's a sense of community. But we're going to go into a lot more detail on resident appreciation parties tomorrow, including essentially an exhaustive list of all different types of resident appreciation parties you can host at your property. One last note on these strategies before we close out for the the show. So make sure that you are not waiting until you actually have the property closed before making a marketing strategy, before determining what tactics are going to implement in order to attract these high quality residents. This is something that you want to create before you have the deal closed. So once you put a deal in our contract, because the marketing plans are going to vary depending on the deal, 
But you should have a, a general idea of what you want to do before you put a deal under contract. And then once the deal is actually under contract, you should have a more specific plan created with your private management company to determine, okay, once we close day one, here's what we're going to do so we can hit the ground running. So that concludes this episode. This concludes the detailed explanation of the seven ways to attract high quality residents to your apartment community. Now, as I mentioned in the beginning of this show, make sure you listen to or watch parts one through six on how to asset manage a newly acquired apartment deal. Check out the other 19 series that we've recorded so far. Check out all of the free documents from those series and make sure you tune in to the next syndication school episode where we will go into detail on those resident appreciation parties. Thank you for listening. Have a best ever day and we will talk to you tomorrow. If you own a rental property, TransUnion Smart Move can help you identify the right renter from the start so you can avoid the problems of non-payment or evictions. Don't put yourself at risk. Go to tenantscreening.com, create a free account, enter the code FAIRLESS at checkout for 25% off your next screening. With TransUnion Smart Move, you'll get great reports, great convenience, great tenants. Have you heard about the latest podcast for entrepreneurs called Tough Decisions? Listen to Dan and Danae Hanford as they interview successful people from around the world about tough decisions as entrepreneurs. Visit toughdecisions.net and be sure to subscribe to their free weekly entrepreneurial email. That's toughdecisions.net.